0: The movie was Hey, what's going on? This is JT with another episode of The Movie Wire. Hope everybody's doing great. And I just saw the fifth season of Cobra Kai. It's been around for a few days. It's been out and um, on Netflix. And a lot of mixed emotions. Now, Cobra Kai is one of my favorite shows, my favorite streaming shows. And... I just wanna say the thing about Cobra Kai that is so amazing is that... well, first of all, you know, I can I can go into a whole synopsis about the whole season, but I'm gonna talk about just several parts of the season and why just how it made me feel and, and what really it's doing so well. Because the thing about Cobra Kai that's making every that makes it so um, that makes it so such a a a well a well accepted show, a, a well rounded show is that it's pretty much a fan fiction that has come to life. It's it's coming true, and you know I'm old I'm old school. I I remember the Karate Kid back in the day. I remember watching Karate Kid Part Two in the theaters when I was six years old, and that's how I was introduced to the whole Karate Kid franchise. So to me being familiar with the trilogy from the 80s and then fast forward 30 something years later and watching all these characters come back as more dimensional and seeing them all interact is just amazing to me because you don't see this i'll say not even in star wars the kind of loyalty that cobra kai has to the franchise and to the characters because the way season five was able to really continue the story of you know Cobra Kai pretty much fulfilling its fulfilling John Kreese's vision, or at least Terry Silver's vision, and becoming dominant in the valley. Now, you know it's it's, it's really amazing. Like I said, I have to watch myself with Cobra Kai because I can talk about Cobra Kai all day, but um. Watching chosen <laughs> chosen from part two, I mean chosen was ama- chosen was more than amazing in in this whole season. I mean, you, you know, watching him interact with Terry Silver, the con- you gotta understand these characters have been known for decades as one-dimensional bad guys and the actors being able to come forth and bring these characters back. And fully and and stay true to the character. I mean, stay true to, to just who they are, and be able to tie everything from the original movies to this show is really brilliant. It's more than brilliant, and it's it, and it's not too hard, it's not too easy to do this. Um, being able to bring back a franchise that's been pretty much almost dead for a decade having Ralph Macchio to come back, William Zabka to come back, and to bring these characters back to life and to continue the story in a way that it's accepted that actually improves the the story. Because mind you, Karate Kid has its share of holes in it, but Cobra Kai is filling in those holes. You're seeing the story continue in the way that it should be, the way that it was meant to be. Um, in this series, and being in the fifth season, Cobra Kai is still keeping the story fresh with all the new characters, of course the kids, Miguel, Robbie, Hawk, Dimitri, Samantha, Tori. And season five did the show so much justice. And now this, this show is not perfect. It, you know, and mind you, Thomas Ian Griffith being... Retired from acting from now, these people have been retired from acting for years. You you know you don't see them as much you'll see them at often on social media. And for them to come back and fulfill these roles in the way you want to see the way for them to continue these characters storylines is not an easy thing to do. Cause we have put these characters in boxes for decades. Now, let's just move into the highlights of the of the of the show, of the season. Because as we all know, Cobra Kai is in full effect. Terry Silver is, you know, a guy with money. And he's he's making, you know, he's bringing Cobra Kai back. Now, one thing that I did have a problem with a little bit, Terry Silver was not as, to me, Terry Silver was frightening in Part 3, in Cry Kid Part 3. And Terry Silver, of course, is a guy who is not just going to just be obvious and and be obviously threatening but in in essence he really did not do anything that was really that endangered someone's life or that really did something really terrible to one of the students or the people he just he just kind of pulled strings and I was expecting something a little bit more more dangerous for him to pull off because this is Terry Silver right here he you know he has money and yeah he has influence and he likes to play mind games with people and likes to manipulate people. But I want to see Terry go all out and just be act crazy. I want him to have a little hint of just doing something really dangerous to somebody or actually doing something really insane, but still keep that Terry Silver you know stance like, "Oh, I didn't do anything." Or I did, you know, he he made Daniel look crazy at that party and he made Daniel and his wife be a little distant, but Terry Silver from Karate Kid Part 3 was insanely uh, an insane guy that was going to do nothing but to make Daniel's life miserable at Mr. Miyagi. And he really was close to defeating Daniel mentally. But I feel like, I just feel like part, you know, season four helped us to introduce Terry Silver back to the fold. But I wanted season five to really, I wanted Terry Silver to do something dangerous that made Devin uncomfortable, that even made Tori uncomfortable. And yeah, Tori had the the stones, that she had to break, but the thing with you know he had a sensei to help him out, the you know, uh, sensei Kim, and um, when Chosen threatened him about don't threaten the family, don't come to their house, don't expand. I mean Terry didn't Terry Silver didn't really do anything that was bad in a sense that was Ill- illegally bad. I mean yes he beat up Stingray last season and he lied about the tournament. I mean, he bribed the. But Terry, sir, I want to see Terry Silver go to some dangerous lengths, like, for instance, um, do some damage to Daniel's job or so, to Daniel's business. I mean, I mean, yeah, we, that that had already been done in season three. I wanted, I wanted to see see Terry kind of ruin someone's life to a point where they really had to get a lawyer. I, I don't know. I just feel like, and maybe there was not enough room to do that in season five because there was so many levels of conflict with Chosen, with crease, with Miguel and his father, which really didn't go anywhere. But um, a lot of things were going on in season five. And I think season five, I think people, I think you'd be frustrated with season five if you did not watch the show leading up to this because there were so many things going on in this season. I mean, my goodness, Mike Barnes came back. And it was just, to me, it was funny. I knew he was going to come back, but the way he did, I think it was it was a great way to just to bring him back, but not not shoehorn him in. To the entire plot, I mean that 's why I like this show is so smart in the way that they don 't they don't force legacy members they don't support they don't they don't just force in legacy cast members just so that we can see them just for fan just 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 to, just to satisfy the fans i mean they they wove in uh, Mike Barnes in a way that he was new to the story so he didn't have much stake in what was going on, but he was definitely. He definitely was a part of it because of of his ties with Terry Silver. So that had to be that had to be woven in a little bit to the point where, yeah, Mike Barnes is back. We don't want to just force him in because you know, you want to see Mike Barnes again. No. Chosen had to be woven into the story again from season three. You know, this is Johnny's this is Johnny's show, so Johnny is already there. But there had to be a point where we had to understand, like, yeah, we want to see all the all the bad guys together in a scene with Daniel, but it had to make sense. And that's the thing about Cobra Kai. It has to make sense why Johnny is back, why Chosen is back. All these things have to tie into each other. And I think after five seasons, it has to make sense. I mean, you just can't bring in Chosen and, and Johnny to have a conversation together without being context to it. That's why I think Cobra Kai is a smart show that just doesn't put, just doesn't throw people into there because you want to see them and because for fan, fans are asking for that. I remember, I remember there were fan fictions for years about Chosen, Terry Silver and Daniel before Cobra Kai even came out. So I'm looking at this and I'm thinking like, wow. And the highlight of the show for me was, I mean, my goodness, Chosen and, and Terry Silver in the sword fight and in the, in the the side. I mean, that was amazing. To me, the kids were kind of pushed to the back. I didn't care much about the kids this time, to be honest with you. I mean, yes, Dan, I mean, Miguel and Robbie were reconciling their differences. But we all, I think... I, uh, Cobra Kai did what it was supposed to do, and it's bringing back the Karate Kid. It's continuing the story of Daniel and Johnny. And I hate to say it, but it's, the kids ain't that... The kids are important, but it's only... A mechanism to get back into the full throttle of the show, which is the actual legacy characters. I mean, yeah, Samantha and Miguel, Hawk, Dimitri, we are we are grown to we have loved these these characters from season one and they have all grown tremendously. Um they have all, you know, been a valuable part of Cobra Kai. Um watching them develop and of course the new people like Devin, um Devon and Kenny, um I was a little disappointed in Kenny a little bit, you know his 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 evolution, but it's understandable the kid was bullied last year last season. I wanted to see more conflicts that's the thing that's the thing about Terry Silver. I wanted to see him use Devin to torment um Daniel's son a little bit more. That was a perfect opportunity for Terry Silver to use against the son of Daniel LaRusso. I mean um I thought that was a lost opportunity I mean yeah, he was being bullied still. By Kenny and everything, but um, I think there was opportunity for Terry Silver knowing that daniel Daniel's children are involved in karate that he can use other kids to torment them to hurt Daniel. little things like that I wanted to see, but I'm not I'm gonna be a nitpicker, but it was a good season it was a good season, watching Daniel defeat watching daniel watching Daniel get beat by Terry silver was hard. But watching him defeat him was very satisfying. I had no idea that was going to happen. I had no idea. I thought Daniel was going to fight him one time, and that was it. I mean, I didn't know that that he was going to fight him twice. And and, and watching him do the crane kick against Terry Silver, what better way to to finalize the defeat of Cobra Kai? Um, I mean, yeah, Cobra Kai is still going to live on in some capacity next season. I think uh, Sensei Kim is going to bring it back and... Crease is out of jail so he's going to come back in Cobra Kai but I enjoy Terry Silver being dominant I want to see Terry Silver be dominant for for two seasons I mean the man is very entertaining I've been a fan of his since I've been a fan of the character since part three in 89 I saw the movies I mean watching Terry Silver be dominant and just being conniving and slimy is just very it's very satisfying it's very entertaining to watch and you, don't want, you, you almost don't want him to see him get defeated like that. I mean, you know it has to happen in some capacity. And I, seeing him and Chosen fight to the death or you know, get into a huge weapons match at his house, it's really fulfilling every, in a whole Kill Bill... My goodness, I mean, the thing that Cobra Kai did this season fulfills almost every mantra of what we wanted to see out of Cobra Kai in a fan fiction sort of way. That's why... I don't know, you know, seeing this continue next season, it's going to have to really pull out all the stops because um, I think Cobra Kai is going to have to go international. I think, you know, the budget, everything has gone so high as far as quality, as far as production, that the show needs to end on a high note before it just becomes rhetoric. And I I don't want to see Cobra Kai get stale. I want to see it go out on top. Season 5 really... End it in a way that it could have finished, but I know there's more story to go. I know Cobra Kai has to compete in the what's in that international tournament, and I know that Sensei Kim is going to have to revive Cobra Kai, probably in South Korea, because at this point Cobra Kai is no longer, it's no longer anymore, it's no longer you know it's 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 it's, it's done as far as the valley is concerned. The valley is, is is good. All the students are on Miyagi-Do pretty much are in in Eagle fang. So we got to see how they're going to do this next season. Kids are getting older, things are changing. Um, Johnny and um, y- you know Johnny and his girlfriend um, are having a baby. They're probably going to get married, and I just, I'm looking forward to seeing this show wrap up in a smooth way that it's not gonna it's not gonna get stale. So with that being said, um, like yeah, I mean Cobra I can go to a lot about this season, but I'm just going to pinpoint on like I said. This is probably the best fan fiction that has come to life and has come true for fans because like I said um the whole th- situation with Terry Silver and Chosen and Mike Barnes and even I mean just I think they need to just really land the plane on a solid note next season. Um I know they're going to do another season. Two more seasons I don't know. I don't know. And the thing about Cobra, about Cobra Kai is that the producers are fans of the franchise so they're going to definitely give it the integrity that it deserves. That's why it's doing so good because the these are fans that are actually creating the show. And the actors that are coming back are are really doing are really doing well in making the show more making the franchise more convincible. I mean it's the franchise, the original franchise, as far as the fighting wasn't as crisp and up to par as Cobra Kai is, I think Cobra Kai is actually making the franchise look better because the fighting is actually, the fighting is actually really good. I mean, you know, Ralph Marchio, you know, in his, at his age, he's really doing, he really is doing a good service as being able to fulfill what Mr. Miyagi has taught him, in doing, and performing, making, his, doing his moves, really showing that he has advanced in his teachings of Miyagi and that he just didn't just. Forget about karate and forget about his moves. So that's what I love about the show is that Ralph Machio has done a great job in really fulfilling, really, really making, really convincing us that he is the Karate Kid. He has taken Miyagi's teachings. He is doing what he's. He has learned what he has been told to do, and he's a he's a better man. He's a better fighter. His kids are better fighters. Um, so, I mean, what else can you say? Johnny is a good fighter as well. He's evolved and learned his lessons. He's becoming a better person. I mean, I think the show is pretty much coming to a point where everybody is learning from their lessons. Hawk, Robbie is, is finally getting along with his father. And I think the show is, it needs to finish next season at some capacity where it's going to still have a, hold a high note. And yeah, I mean, we could have a spinoff or two, but let's end Cobra Kai on a on a really good note. Let's not let it go stale for however long. That being said, this is JT with the Movie Wire, and I will see you later. Peace.